Hey, how's it going, people? Sky, as usual. Just doing the do. But I wanted to make a quick update in this podcast. Um, Thank you so much for the support, as always. I really, really appreciate it. You guys have been honestly killing it, and it's been blowing my expectations, I'm not going to lie. I know there's only, like, good 30, 40 of you that listen regularly, but... That's more than I ever would have imagined right off the bat, so I appreciate you guys so much. On top of that, the podcast, as usual, is only on SoundCloud and uh, podcast app on iTunes as of right now. I'm going to look into finding how to get it on Spotify and what have you, but if you listen to it on the podcast app, please, and I hate saying this because I don't want to sound all sellouty, but please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Does not cost you a single cent, but it'll update you on when a new one drops. I don't want anybody missing them because they don't know if they come out or not. As always, though, I link them out on my Instagram and Twitter every time one comes up. So, but yeah, that's enough on that. Thank you guys so much. I want to talk a little bit about just kind of kind of life in general this past week has been a uh, pretty rough re already already crossing my words it's been a pretty rough week um i'm not doing too hot in one of my classes in school so that's got me stressed out and just all the other aspects of my life kind of had me stressed out and it was just it was just a little rough overall but what's important about this topic is that This past weekend, I took the hour and a half commute after a 10-hour long day to go pick up my girlfriend from college, and to just see her is enough to turn my entire day around, and that's kind of what this podcast is going to be sort of around, is even if you're having a bad day, go out, don't let that bad day affect you, and just try to transmit your bad day into something positive towards someone else. You never know. You could be, you know, doing your weekly grocery run, be walking down an aisle and somebody's coming the opposite way and they look at you and you look at them and you just go, hey, how's it going? Right there, that sentence alone could literally change someone's entire day. And that's kind of what happened today in in a sort. I, uh, my girlfriend went back to college today, so that's always rough. But afterwards, I came home. I really wasn't feeling that well. I was feeling really spacey all day. I don't know why it it happens to me every so often. It normally lasts all day. And like I said, I don't know why it happens, but it happens. And it sucks when it happens. But I spent a couple hours to myself. And then I went and hung out with two of my buddies. And those guys mean a lot to me. And being with them and talking to them pretty much changed my entire day around to now it being 10 o'clock at night, having to go to school tomorrow, but I'm being in a, I'm in a good mood and I want to record this podcast because number one, I want to get one up and number two, I feel like I'm in a good enough mood to record it. But yeah, keep the people that you truly care about close, keep them close. Because even if you don't think so, if you have an open mind, those people could turn your entire day around. 
and it's it's really a beautiful thing. It it is honestly, guys. It's it's great. Tell you a little bit about my weekend, I guess. It's kind of cool. Not gonna lie, sort of uh, sort of iffy, but kind of cool. Yesterday, me, my friend Chandler, Cody, and Matthew hopped in our vehicles. I rode with my buddy Chandler, and we went to a place called Clarion, about a half hour away from where we live, to go to a car meetup. Pretty cool, not gonna lie. There was uh, there were some cool cars there. I, I don't know if I'd consider myself a car guy. I, I really do like looking at built cars and stuff like that. And I'm subscribed to a couple people on YouTube that, that do that type of thing. But I don't know anything about working on cars. So that's why I don't know if I'd consider myself a car guy or not. But so we get there and my buddy Chandler drives a, uh, I forget exactly what year it is, but it's an all black forerunner either early 2000s or late 90s forerunner and he has it built really really nice it's a sexy vehicle honestly so he cleaned it up real good to put in this in this meetup and it's not like the it was a show or anything it was literally just a meetup for the wounded warriors foundation and whoever was around and whoever heard of it come by and show off your car i guess so he brought his forerunner and my buddy matthew oh my god oh guys don't even get me started on my buddy Matthew's car. He has, I believe it's a 1988 RX-7. And I believe it's the FC version, he told me. Oh, Jesus. It's all stock. Doesn't have a turbo on it or anything. But this car, it's all black. Black wheels. Pop-up headlights. It's a standard. Oh, that thing is just... It sounds so mean. And for not being any aftermarket engine mods it is so snappy and quick it's oh i love that car guys that if i could take that car off his hands i would i love it so much but we got there and whatever and there was a handful of nice cars a lot of older cars which i i love older cars but i was i was expecting a lot of newer ones like subaru wrx's stis and you know stuff like that douchey bag type cars i guess you could say uh, there were a couple really nice Subarus. One guy, I don't know what year it was, but it was a WRX, completely bagged. Oh, it looks so nice. And you you know it had to have been quick. And then there was an off, really fully built Evo there. And I want to talk about that a little bit just because we were geeking out over this Evo. It was all yellow, which I wasn't really a fan of, but it had drag slicks on it. So you had to imagine that thing was just quicker than shit. And he had his exhaust running out through his hood or whatever it is. Just nice big turbo, blow off valve. This thing was just fucking tits, honestly. And we couldn't figure out who owned it because he wasn't standing next to it. But I had an idea of who it was. And we just wanted to hear it start up. That's all we wanted. And... My buddy Matthew went over to a group of guys to ask them, like, which one of you owns this Evo? And he goes over and he goes, hey, real politely, sorry to bug you guys, but I was just curious if any of you are the owner of this Evo right here. And this one heavier set guy, just like, yeah, that's mine. 
He's like, oh man, that car is so nice. And he's like, I'm sorry to geek out over you, but do you mind maybe starting it up for us real quick? And I'm not even joking when I say this, guys. This guy looked my buddy in the face, turned away from him, and just continued on his conversation with his other friends like my friend never acknowledged him. It was one of the rudest fucking things I've ever seen. And my buddy just stood there like all confused for honestly probably two or three minutes before this guy looked back at him and was like, yeah, well, if you're still around whenever I go to leave, you'll hear it then. And it's like, how fucking rude can you be, honestly? Like, yeah, we get it. You have a nice car that you've put way too much money into. Like, go fuck yourself, dude, honestly. And at that point, we were just like, yeah, fuck it. It's really not that cool anymore. But other than that, like, there were some really old, cool uh, Volkswagen Beetles that were sweet. Like I said, a couple nice Subarus, a couple nice trucks, honestly. A um, couple diesel Jettas, which was pretty cool. But overall, for the first ever car show I've ever been to, it was kind of awkward because we didn't know anybody, but... There were some cool cars there. I'd probably go to one again, but I really want to do a bike meetup. That's what I that's what I really want. Just because I have a 2009 KLX Supermoto and uh I don't know, it's a pretty nice bike. I don't like the power that it has cuz it's pretty underpowered, but other than that, it's really not far off of being a really nice show bike. And I just want a powder coat and for you uh for you bike guys that are listening that just cringe when I said powder coat, I would prefer to anodize my wheels, but I don't know anyone around here that does that. So I want to powder coat my wheels like the deepest midnight purple you can find before it's basically black because my bike is black just in general. I want to powder coat those purple and I just want to like over time, Get my bars powder coated purple, my frame, my swing arm, and just have that bike looking absolutely disgustingly nasty. And uh, I just want to have a bike meetup. I think it'd be awesome. And I think a lot of people would actually turn up to it. Because that's honestly, guys, over cars, that's what I'm really interested in is motorcycles and stuff like that. I love motorcycles. One of my buddies in the Air Force right now has a uh I don't know if it's a 99 or if it's 2000 but it's a 1200 Sportster and I've never rode a motor like a legit motorcycle before this bike and this thing just makes me want to sell everything I have just to buy a 1200 Sportster like it's got so much power behind it it's not even funny I can be going down the road in fifth gear fifth gear and snap that throttle and it'll just take off. It's ridiculous. So you can only imagine what like second, third, fourth gear is like. It's just, that bike is so fast and the noise that it makes. Oh, I love that bike so much. But this is my, this is my look for Harleys. Get myself a 1200 Sportster. Probably all blacked out in the paint job. White wall tires. Don't even get me started on white walls. I, I have like a fetish for white wall tires. And uh, I know it's kind of gross, but decent sized ape hangers on the front and hard tail the back of it and two straight pipes coming out on the same side, like dumping out right before the back tire. 
Oh my God, guys. I would, I'd probably give my soul for that bike. That bike in my head, I'd probably give my soul for it. I'd do some nasty things for that bike. Someday, someday I'll have that bike. Something similar to it anyway. Yeah, overall, day started off kind of weird, but it's turned around quite a bit. Just kind of going to something else, I suppose. Just because I'm all over the place right now. We had a company come to our school last week. The company is called U.S. Steel. It's uh, based out of Pittsburgh, about an hour and a half from my house. And they hire you on, the lady told us, at minimum. For a first-year worker, you make $70,000. And that is just ridiculous money to me. Like, that, that is crazy. I couldn't imagine making that much money, honestly. And I'm highly considering it. I'm not going to lie. I graduate in February. It's kind of a, it's an interesting application process because it is a union job. So you have to apply online. If you get past that, you go in for an interview and then a drug test, hair follicle and piss test, and a written test and a physical test. It's, I don't know, to me it's pretty intense because I've never went any, through anything like that. But I don't want to chase money, but something like that would just be absolutely amazing, I would imagine. I would just be a maintenance electrician within the factory, and they, of course, train you on the job site, and that's how I would learn, but really, really considering that. But we started breaking down the numbers, and in order to live in Pittsburgh, it's kind of pricey not even in the city, I mean in the city of course, but suburb is even still pricey, and say I made $70,000 cash first year working there, we did the math, and for me to get like, you know, a decent car, uh, live down in Pittsburgh renting, because I don't want to live there, so I don't want to buy a house, I don't want to live there the rest of my life, renting, groceries, you know, just all the essentials, I would probably lose like $20,000 of that money and I don't know how I feel about that. So I might honestly live at home for like the first year or two and unfortunately make the hour and a half commute every time I have to go to work and just save a shit ton of money not having to rent a house. And I don't really think it'd be that bad. I wouldn't like getting up at like four o'clock in the morning, you know, four or five days a week, but to save damn near ten, fifteen thousand dollars, I I mean I'll probably do it. I'm not gonna lie. And then after that year or two, we'll see how we're doing on money, and then potentially move down there and keep working for a few years and just save as much as I can, and then get out and move to wherever. I'm not gonna lie. Like I live in Pennsylvania now. I kind of want to live in North Carolina just because I like the atmosphere down there. And uh, I like the weather down there, too. It's not so humid like it is in Pennsylvania. But at the same time, I'm kind of over the snow. Just because our winters have been really bad over the past few years. In the sense of, whenever I was younger, let's say 12, 13 years old, it would start snowing in November. And it wouldn't stop snowing until like February, March. Nowadays, we're lucky if it starts snowing in... January, ass end of December, and it'll snow really hard for one day, 
and then it'll literally be 50, 60 degrees the next day and all the snow will melt. That's literally how our winters are anymore. And it's just a pain in the ass. And I'm just tired of it because to me, nowadays, all the winter is good for is freezing my fucking balls off on my walk to my car in the morning and then ruining my car because of all the moisture and shit that gets up under my frame and just rots out my car. That's all the winter is good for to me anymore. I love the winter. I think it's beautiful. But other than it being beautiful, and I used to be really big into snowboarding, and I'm fading out of that, sadly, because of, once again, how our winters have been. I just don't care for it anymore. I would rather be somewhere that doesn't snow, and I just wouldn't have to worry about ruining my cars and what have you. And I could ride my bike all year round. That would honestly be really ideal. But yeah, I want to move to somewhere like Utah, Colorado, just more out west, and states that are just very, very pretty, and just very nice all year round, and Utah is ideal for that. Utah, from what I see online, is just absolutely gorgeous, and I would kill to live someplace like that. Yeah, sure, it'd be expensive, but everywhere's fucking expensive. But my ideal dream house, I guess if we start getting on shit like that, would be like, log cabin style exterior with a nice deck on the back overseeing like a like a valley like a mountain mountainous range and just a nice big yard for my girlfriend and I's dog to run around in and get the exercise she needs because she's a full-grown German shepherd she needs to be outside and what have you and have our own garden and just travel a few miles down the mountain into the woods to be able to hunt to get our meat for for you know living off of and I just I think about that shit every day and that's honestly my biggest motivator through school and through my shitty job is to just sky one day you're gonna have something really amazing if you put your mind to it and I can definitely make that happen I would like to make it happen before I'm you know 40 50 years old because that's the thing I think a lot of people look at is they want to be retired by the time they're you know 50 60 years old which of course I want to be retired as well by then but I want to do all the things I've ever wanted to do before the age of 40 because you get to the point where things become harder to do and I don't want to be 50 years old and just starting my bucket list, if that makes any sense to you guys. Like, I want to have my bucket list basically knocked out by the time I'm getting in those older years of my life. Yeah, if U.S. Steel is what would help me help me get to those goals, I'll do what I got to do, man. Like, you got you to gotta pick your battles. Would you rather work a job that you don't like? And who knows? I might love that job. I have no fucking idea. But would you rather work a job you don't like but make a lot of money and be able to keep your emotions from work at work and at the end of the day come home and be happy that you have what you have and just chill the fuck out in your safe haven? You know what I mean? I think to me that's what I would rather do. Of course I want to love my job. But if I had to work a job I didn't like in order to love my life away from it, I would do it, honestly. It, I mean, it is what it is. It's not like I'm self-employed or anything like that to where I can just be on my own schedule, make as much money as I want to make, you know what I mean? That's obviously the American dream, 
and that's my dream as well but I don't know what I want to do to where I would make money like that you know like I'm not a world-renowned gamer or like I don't own my own garage to work on cars or bikes or you know whatever the fuck you can think of I I just I don't know if I would want to own my own business either I don't think I would mind like making shirts and stuff like that like wall flags and you know whatever but to actually like own an electrical company or something like that I don't think I would enjoy that I just think there's too much stress behind it you got to set up the job you got to place bids on the job you got to buy the prints for the job before you even place the bid and just placing the bid is a shit ton of money and the prints the prints you're looking at at least 1500 bucks and you don't even know if you're going to get the job so you could if you didn't get the job you could basically take $1500 wipe your ass with it and then throw it out the window like it literally meant nothing you just wasted 1500 bucks um and then you got to worry about play, paying your employees, making sure you have enough money, you know, making sure your business is keeping a good reputation, quality, you know, all that type of stuff. That just sounds like a lot of pressure and I can barely handle being an employee, let alone an owner. So I don't think it's for me, depending on what it would be like if I could somehow make a living off the podcast, I would do that. I really enjoy doing these podcasts. But I just don't, you know, I'm not trying to be negative. I just don't foresee that happening. If it does, fuck yes. Thank you guys. But if it doesn't, it is what it is. I don't do these for money. I would, but that's not my main goal in these. But yeah, so we're at about, you know, 20 minutes in, standard. I'd probably call it quits at this point, but I feel like I got some more to say and what have you. All right, I'm back. Sorry for that pause, guys, if you can hear it after I edit everything out, you know, but I just took a little pause to get my thoughts together. So, like I've said before, I'm in a tech school right now going to be a maintenance electrician to get an associate's degree. Well, I guess not necessarily a maintenance electrician, but whatever. I am in my third term currently out of four, and I graduate, I think, the first week of this coming February, and guys i i cannot wait for that seriously i am so tired of going to school and doing work every day it's just i'm i'm burning out i'm not gonna lie every day is hard and i'm sorry to you guys out there that have it harder than me and you're like this kid doesn't know shit but you can't dumb down my situation just because your situation's harder this podcast is for for me and for you but don't don't hate on me for my own platform if that makes any sense you can I mean I really don't give a fuck but I'm just saying but yeah I'm so ready to be done I've I've put up with a lot of shit throughout this program I actually along with a few other classmates just got one of my teachers fired because we weren't learning anything in the world he was hired on as a first-term teacher for residential electricity, which is wiring up houses and facilities and stuff like that. And he wasn't too bad. It was his first time ever teaching a class. So, you know, you got to give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. Like I said, he wasn't too bad for, you know, maybe half the term, three-quarters of the term. Then it got to the point where 
he just like didn't know what to do and my classes are an hour and a half long I have four classes a day and I would have him all day and he would just get to the point where we'd be maybe 30 minutes into a class and he'd be out of material and he would just sit on his computer while we all just sat there and number one either slept number two went outside and just bullshitted or number three stayed in the class and just fucking bullshitted and it's ridiculous and it was just getting to the point where I genuinely felt like I was wasting my money. I was wasting my time. I was being cheated of an education. And I was fucking tired of it. So I took it to the higher ups in the building. And they basically told me to go scrub my nuts. They basically said if I couldn't get more than just myself to complain in a sense. That there's nothing they could do. And that's fucking bullshit to me. So... I basically gave up and I know a lot of you'd be like, well, why did you give up? And well, because if you can't take my word for something that's that important, then fuck off. Like, why would I continue trying? So I didn't say anything. And that was probably six or seven months ago. I said something. Well, just recently, about two or three weeks ago, I was informed by one of the representatives that I need to go up and talk to one of the higher ups about what is happening with my teacher because I guess other people started to complain and they needed as many people as they could to complain about him. So longer story short, they could fire him, I guess, for lack of a better word. So I did. And I told them everything and I was in a sense ruthless. I did not hold anything back. I told them that he's in longer story short, just not a good teacher. And I did that two or three times and then I found out that he had put in his two weeks notice and I told my friends I'm like I guarantee you he did not put in a two weeks notice I can almost guarantee you they went up to him and were like you have two weeks to find a new job if you can't find a new job by those two weeks unfortunately we're gonna have to let you go and believe it or not I did end up finding out that is exactly what happened and while I feel sort of bad about it I, I try to tell myself that I can't because, you know, I just saved my, well, I didn't save my entire education. I've been cheated out of like one and a half semesters and, you know, damn near $10,000 and a lot of my own fucking time that I could have either been learning or making money, but I did what I could and, you know, I potentially saved a lot of future students from that and even the school's reputation and obviously it wasn't just me, like I said, but I had a, I had a hand in it. And it's just, I guess my point in saying this is if you ever have something that you feel like you need to stand up for, please stand up for it because I didn't think I was going to make a difference at all, but I had a hand in making a very huge potential difference. And if you believe in something, just fucking fight for it. Seriously. It only takes one person to one person to one person to then make an entire huge impact because next thing you know, thousands and thousands of people will know about it. And if you have the right argument, thousands and thousands of people are going to be willing to back you and you can make a huge fucking impact for better or for worse, unfortunately. It was like today... My girlfriend and I just started watching the show on Netflix called Drug Lords. 
and we made it about 20 minutes into the first episode, and it's all about El Chapo, and goddamn, is that shit interesting, man, it really is, the, about the Sinaloa cartel and all that type of shit, the fact that one young man could start slinging drugs, and the next thing you know, get into a cartel as just a runner, and then next thing you know, the kingpin gets caught, and he steps up to take the reins, and he just starts becoming one of the biggest, most well-known drug lords in the entire world, smuggling drugs under, yes, under the border through a series of tunnels and what have you, avoiding the police, paying off the police, you know what I mean? All for bad, but he made a living doing it, and that's just fucking so interesting to me. I obviously would never do anything like that, but the fact that people do do that is just absolutely mind-boggling to me, and being a normal, you know, resident, a normal person, I don't see that type of shit, but it's happening every single day, and I kind of want your guys' opinions on that if you've made it this far into the podcast. How, how do you feel about drugs? Drug use drug i guess in a sense smuggling drug selling um something as simple as marijuana use or whatever i don't know if if you ask my opinion on it i think you should legalize drugs and i mean everything from marijuana to heroin and i know a lot of you people at that point of me just saying that are like fuck you like that's not good people are going to start dying people are going to get hooked I really don't think that's the case, though. And the reason I don't think that's the case is because I think the human brain has something wired in it that when you cannot have something, it makes you want it. And I don't know why, but something like marijuana, a lot of places in Pennsylvania, recreational use is not legal. Um, But if you're a curious soul... And you know people that do smoke marijuana. Eventually you might get to the point where you want to try it. And only for the sole reason of because it's either illegal or maybe you are just curious. And I think if you were to legalize everything. Number one, the drug smuggling and you know gang violence and everything like that. I think would completely deplete itself within the few years of everything being legal. So innocent people wouldn't be dying and all that type of shit, there wouldn't be any more gang wars, not with drug-related things anyway, and I think it would just do a lot of good, and as much as I hate the government, do a lot good for the government, because, okay, start selling marijuana out of distributors for recreational use, and just tax the ever-living shit out of it, people are gonna buy it regardless, I mean, people buy fucking alcohol, and alcohol is arguably worse for you than marijuana, A lot of people don't realize that. If you are a heavy alcoholic, you drink, you know, a 30-pack a day or whatever alcoholics drink in a day, and you try to cold turkey alcohol, you can potentially die from that. And a lot of people have died from that. Marijuana, on the other hand, yeah, I don't care what people say. It is addicting. Anything in the world can be addicting. Um but you don't cold turkey marijuana and then just die. Like no one has ever done that. I can't imagine anyone has ever done that. But yeah, what do you guys think about that? I could probably go on for hours about how I feel about drugs and regulations with drugs and whatever. I mean, for example, 
vaping. I know a lot of you probably just clicked off right there. Like this douchebag's about to talk about vaping. But I'm 19 now and I've been vaping for, I want to say four years. And it was one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life. And I'll tell you why. Because I started vaping just a normal regulated box mod. And it gave me access to forget about all of my stress within a few pools of this device. And it made me a weak-minded person. I would say I'm still stronger than most, but I used to be a lot stronger because it forced me to deal with everything in my own head. It would force me to talk to people about my issues and everything like that. But then I started vaping. It'll take away your worries. And next thing you know, you're not talking about it anymore, your worries anymore, and you're dealing with it in an unhealthy manner. It's not good for your body. I mean, it just, it is what it is. It's not good. But I used to do it pretty heavily. And I was able to walk into my local vape shop at 16 years old and buy things from there because the FDA didn't have a regulation on it. And now the FDA has a regulation on it. And a lot of people, even under the age of 21, can't even walk into a vape shop anymore. You know what I mean? I know so many kids under the age of even 16 that vape, in which I don't advocate at all. That's fucking terrible. But you know what I mean? They're going to do whatever they need to do in order to get that money to be able to buy themselves juice or a mod or whatever. And that could lead to some really bad shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, whatever high schoolers do for fucking money. Like, hey, man, I'll do your homework for 10 bucks. And next thing you know, they're using that 10 bucks after 10 bucks after 10 bucks to go buy vaping shit. That's really sad. It's like, I don't know. I kind of disagree with myself in saying I feel like a lot of drugs should be regulated and sold to the public because I understand that it could potentially have a bad outcome, but at the same time, it's just, it's not good for you, and I feel like if people had exposure to it, they wouldn't be as curious about it, and even if they were, you know, maybe they'd try it once or twice and be like, okay, this isn't for me, and it's off their, you know, mental strain. I, I think that's important for people is to if you unfortunately really want to try fucking smoking marijuana, you should be able to try smoking marijuana with no negative repercussion and you experiment with it. Okay. I don't like this end of the story. You don't have to think about it anymore. And if you do like it, then okay, you can buy it. You're not a fucking scumbag for smoking weed. You know what I mean? It's if people view you as being a scumbag from, for smoking weed or smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol, then that, those types of people have their own issues they need to deal with. They're too busy focusing on you rather than focusing on themselves. They have their own demons that they need to fucking pursue. So uh, don't feel bad if people make fun of you for doing certain types of shit. You know, if you're, if you're smoking weed and you're just a fucking asshole, then you deserve to be made fun of, honestly. But if you're just doing your own life and you're not hurting anybody and you're not hurting yourself, then all the power to you, man. Fucking smoke weed, drink alcohol, you know... Just don't hurt yourself. Don't kill yourself. You owe it to yourself every so often to let loose and have a good time. But on that note, I think I'm uh I think I'm gonna wrap it up, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I think this is about the fourth episode in. So yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
Like I said, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you know when these come out. I hope you all are having a fucking wonderful life and you've had a wonderful day so far whenever you're listening to this. And as always, it's been a pleasure. This has been Sky. And until next time, later guys.